With more than 60 episodes in the game, KP and PR are still dropping gems. Secrets continues to bring you the hot fire that you have grown to expect. Listeners describe Secrets as the ultimate receipt for motivating the underrepresented employee to be bold in achieving their career aspirations in corporate America. And Season 4 will definitely not disappoint as they deliver secrets on how to advocate for yourself, how to become a better ally, and how to get your market value. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, put in that work to reach the top of corporate America. And this groundbreaking podcast challenges you, as well as corporate America, to be better and do better. KP and PR will bring you more tips and tricks on how to advance in your career. So fill up those cups and welcome to season four. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of The Secrets Podcast. KP, my brother, what is going on? What's on your mind? What's happening, PR? I'm doing pretty good today, but I do have a question. Don't worry. I'm not going to clown you today, Ricky. I'm not going to clown you today. I'm just going to ask, have you ever been in a situation where somebody says some slick shit and the person keeps referring to they? (laughs) The infamous they. They, right? For example, the person will say, well, they said that you didn't communicate the change or they said you were late on getting X, Y, Z to them. What is that all about? Oh, my God, KP. Like, this is probably one of my ultimate pet peeves, you know, here, right? Uh-huh. Is the, the they, the you they. know, conversation. And I can't count the number of times that that this trick, you know, mm-hmm. has kind of been played on me and others around me in terms of the they and oh, the yeah. this, that, and the other, uh-huh. right? And it is particularly insidious for women and BIPOC employees. It drives me crazy when people start sentences with they... Everybody, <laughs> people say, people say, <laughs> you know, it usually it's usually about to lead to some some form of trickery, uh, absolutely, right? because we don't really have that. We just don't, and it's sometimes it's like what I'm thinking, uh-huh. but I'm trying to make it like yeah, everybody. you projecting, yeah, right. yeah everybody's, everybody's thinking this, it. right? And in most cases, the they, the everybody. The people say is more times than not the same person who is relaying the damn message yeah. is is the they. In fact, this same thing recently happened to me when someone was delivering feedback to me, which we will speak about maybe in a little bit more detail later on in the show. Yeah. The they. The they. <laughs> That's right. Which leads us to today's episode where we'll seek the answer to the question, who the fuck is they? <laughs> <laughs> right? Who is that? I just need to know. And to continue to emphasize to our Secrets Village that you are not crazy. Ain't crazy at all. Not Ain't at all. Ain't crazy at all. And in today's episode... We want to just take a moment to talk about generalizations and stereotypes. Mm-hmm. We'll share more stories of how generalizations impacted our careers and how generalizations are used to maintain power and control, especially over women and people of color. We'll provide some receipts on the negative impacts of generalizations and stereotypes. And then finally, we'll close out with three secrets on how to elegantly just slay (laughs) folks when they uh, use these generalizations. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a good one here today. So let's have some real talk for a minute, Ricky, on some generalizations and stereotypes. You know, scientifically, we make generalizations about objects in order to make sense of the world, right? When Mm -hmm. we see something, we want to know what it is and how to react to it and how to interact with it. How to 
how do I engage with this right. thing that I'm that's in front of me? We generalize about people so that we um, know how to interact with them. I remember one summer, just to give you an example, I remember one summer taking an etiquette course. You remember Josh was clowning me saying I was baked when I walked yeah, in the door. Yeah. You remember that? I do. So, these are the reasons. <laughs> these are the reasons. So I took this etiquette course one summer where we learned how to interact with various people, including the Queen of England. So this wasn't a, this wasn't an ebonics class. No, it wasn't ebonics. <laughs> it wasn't ebonics class. Learn how to talk to the queen and them. This and wasn't now, that one. And now it wasn't now. Oh, okay, it wasn't Queen Latifah. <laughs> queen, I understand. Queen I understand. So, but in general, we were taught how to bow or curtsy, how to eat, mm-hmm. to never touch the queen, and the proper sitting and standing distances when we meet the queen. Right. So we're taught how to like when you see the queen, this is how you interact with the queen. And this was all to give us some bearing on how to act. Now, there's no law that says you have to do any of this shit, right? (laughs) But it did give you a general sense of how things are done, which is why you think back a few years ago when when, uh, Barack and Michelle visited the queen and and Michelle gave the queen a little hug and everybody lost their shit, (laughs) right? Because everybody been told, don't touch the queen, do this, do that. And when they had a kindred spirit and they... They hugged each other. Hey, she hugged her back. And she hugged her yeah. back. And then she was like, ain't no big deal. Ain't no, look, y'all made the rules. I ain't say this shit. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But people generalize because they have all these things that we're supposed to do. But in the end, Queen didn't care. Yeah, she really didn't, you know, and it was almost like a relief, right. you know, when it when it did happen. That's right. You know, Keith, I think uh, the stereotypes um, are just overgeneralizations, right? Yeah. Like we talk about stereotypes, overgeneralizations. They often involve assuming a person has certain characteristics based on unfounded assumptions, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Remember that time uh, in season one we are talking about um, when I, uh, we talked about Big Red. You know, Big Red, oh, she's, Big, she, Red. Yeah, Big Red, she's still around, She's right? still around. But I'm driving to work, you know, that day where I'm in the parking lot and I'm walking to, to the car. Mm-hmm. And then the leader of the division yep. at that time says... Oh, this is your car? Right, like like exactly. astonished. And I was like, oh yeah, you're not. And I really wasn't paying attention about it. And I said, oh wow. He goes, I thought I thought you would be driving like an Escalade with mm-hmm. rims on it, mm-hmm. you know, this, that, and the other. Like that was a huge a generalization, huge right? And stereotype. And and anybody that knows me knows I really don't give a shit about cars like yes, that. Like that. <laughs> Like, like that is not my thing. Now I I did get me something after a million years sure. of you know not having anything, but that's that but that was a really, really big stereotype or overgeneralization. And based on that, this individual was putting me into a category or a box oh, based off of his experience his or what he thought. Yeah, all black people have rims <laughs> on their car. <laughs> right. right. They, 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 they. uh-huh. And these they generalizations influence decisions Mm -hmm. and who's able to get ahead at the end of the day, right? It absolves anyone of responsibility and continues to reinforce white solidarity at the end of the day. Yep. If you can blame things on a non-existing being, (laughs) right? Yep. Then you can continue to instill fear and conformity into the system. Yep. Right? And as our sister Dorit pointed out, the basis of rooting out fear and creating inclusion is transparency. 
<laughs> but see, but transparency is exposure. It's exposure. And sometimes people don't want to be exposed. Well, they don't want to tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. And using these generic statements is the opposite of transparency. They, people, mm-hmm. somebody said. It always keeps that pot kind of stirring a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it, when you don't expose it, it's like it's still out there. Still out there. Yeah, I can use it. Like if <laughs> I don't say who who it is, I can still use that right. if I need That's to. Right. That's the old bag of tricks. <laughs> exactly. These generalizations, man, are also important. Like in maintaining power and control. They sure are. I mean, really, Real. power and control, especially when you don't know who who's saying what. Mm-hmm. It like keeps you like on your toes or it keeps you like in your place. Still you Jedi know, so mind tricks. Exactly. Insecure or uninformed people will use some of these generalizations to protect their position or avoid conflict. I mean, you can't fix something you can't name or refuse the name, right? Yep. So again, we go back to talking about performance and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And it's like, you know, Ricky, um, you know, people are saying, people are saying, people are saying mm-hmm. that, like, you know, the message that you, you know, were trying to give, it just, they really didn't just, they really didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't clear on who was supposed to do what or this stuff. Then you go back, you're like, wait a minute, let me go back to my notes. Go back to my notes. Let me go back to the to the deck that I shared with everyone. Right. Let me go back to the timeline mm-hmm. that I put in there. Put yep. You know, like all of those things. It. We talk about that transparency. We talk about all of those pieces there, you yeah. know, and it and it it provides accountability. Yep. You exactly. know, based off of you doing that. But if one person, probably the person that was talking to you, yep. right? Most if that likely. one person didn't really agree with something in there, mm-hmm. now we got the people say. Now the people say. That's right. They <laughs> all we, got say. The, we got the people say, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. We, and we ain't talking about Kirk Franken when he said, and the people say. <laughs> we ain't talking about like that. That's you know not what I'm like saying? That. No, no, no. Nah, we talking nah. about we talking about some hurtful and what what people say or they say or this that and the other right yeah and the impact of of this you know we've seen these scenarios a thousand times yeah you know people start to send us like we just been talking about they said everybody thinks yeah <laughs> which is always one of my everybody thinks but then you say but i don't think that uh, exactly <laughs> am i am i part of everybody right am i included in that <laughs> people are saying what are the people saying Right. Leadership said or management said, you know, anytime somebody starts a sentence with like that, my eyebrows start twitching. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And my third eye comes on. Right. (laughs) Because a lot of this slick shit shows up, particularly in performance reviews. Yes. How many times we all been sitting there and you get some feedback that said people say, you know, that. X, Y, and Z. Right. How many times? Everybody raised their hand because I know it's going to happen to probably everybody. And I can remember getting feedback that said, quote, people are concerned about your leadership style because you have a quiet personality. You aren't ruthless enough. (laughs) Ruthless, huh? Ruthless. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. What am I supposed to do with that? Ruthless. People are concerned about your leadership style because you... Are not ruthless about. So, so the best leaders are, are ruthless. Are leaders. ruthless leaders. 
I want to take a poll of everybody, <laughs> other people, and see if that's really true. Right, right. But anyway, after asking some clarifying questions, it became obvious that the concern wasn't coming from anyone but your way that gave me <laughs> right, that feedback. You, you, because you. <laughs> you the one that's actually ruthless. And you were just too afraid to say that to my face. So then mm-hmm. you put this general statement this in a performance passive aggressive. review, passive aggressive shit in my performance review uh, for something that you are too afraid to say to me. And after doing a little homework, I was able to collaborate my suspicions as others describe conversations where you were trying to lay that flawed foundational belief with others. Don't you think Keith is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Trying to lay it on other people and they weren't buying into that shit. They're like, that's not my experience. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day. And this is what I was referring to earlier about using generalizations to maintain solidarity. Because what this person was trying to do was like get everybody on board with their messaging Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. me, about how they felt about me individually and getting everybody else on board. That's the solidarity. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy because we've both been in situations like this. And I was in one not too long ago where it's like when those the, it, it's it's very harmful because you're thinking about the conversations that are happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's this and and this is a conversation where I'm not involved in. And you might have one of your peers who appears to be on your team, team mm-hmm. Ricky, team Keith, team yep. whoever, right? But behind the scenes, when you're not there, mm-hmm. they're like, do you think Ricky really gets it? Right. I right. mean, you know, some of the stuff he says, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. And then like, and, and now, damn all the, the credentials, all the receipts all that you brought stuff. to the table. All the we're, talking that matters. To, we're talking about now because this one individual or maybe a select few may not necessarily be on Team Ricky or Team Keith. Right. Now they get stuff's going. So in they talk, they put it in the ear of the leader or whoever else. So when it comes back to you, yep. rather than outing those individuals or rather than saying, hey, this is what my concern is, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or even you saying, hey, this is what I'm hearing, yep. you know, um, let's work on this. You can say, well, that's interesting because this is what I'm doing and this is a conversation I have with X. Like, obviously, they're just taking one person's point of view. Yes. Okay. But this is the harmful part. This is the harmful part. This is the <laughs> lack of transparency yes, that we yes. talked about. And then this whole narrative gets created. And that could totally screw up your career if it takes hold. Y'all, no, absolutely. And look, KP, going back to, like, like I hear you about the re- the responsibility, or I should say the lack thereof. Yes. <laughs> you know, responsibility, you know, when it comes to feedback on the performance reviews, or even when you and I, you know, like to call or refer to it as the in-the-moment feedback. Yeah. Like, we going to wait. You know, a long, long time, time before we tell you something that you did or something that they heard. Yeah. So you didn't even have a chance to, to work on that. But going back to that scenario that I mentioned at the start of the episode, imagine sitting in the meeting and someone telling you, yeah, Keith, you're going to need to be careful about how you say certain things because people are saying that your message is not landing well. Hmm. Okay. Or people are feeling uncomfortable. uncomfortable. And it's like... About what? You MF. Boy, like, do you know how do you know how uncomfortable I am in general situations? We can, I mean, we don't even have to use the receipts to talk about this, but we're talking about being the only. Yes. We have a platform called Secrets because of being ostracized or being the only That's or right. not having a voice. Being pointed out. That's and, right. and and now when when 
the people say, mm-hmm. you know, this then ends up kind of putting you back in your box. Yep. A little right bit. back Keeping in your, your place. place. Keeping your place. Mm-hmm. Don't get too big. Don't, don't get too high on the hog. High on the hog. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't overdo it. That's right. And another example that burns me up is when people say, you know, management said or the leadership said, I'm part of that group usually that you're talking about. So- and when I point that out, there's usually some lame ass response about I'm not talking about you <laughs> or you're different or the exception. I didn't mean you when I use those terms. Again, my third eye started twitching. Yeah. Right. It popped wide open because I can only believe a few things. One, you the lying to me. Mm-hmm. Two, even if you mean what you say, others don't know you mean or what you mean when you excluded me from the word leadership, right? right? Mm-hmm. Because you say leadership said, they assume that I'm in that, even if you assume that I'm not in it. Right. Right. So at the end of the day, I'm still getting screwed. <laughs> and three, how you define these groups of people are very different than how other people define them. So not naming individuals just creates and maintains this toxicity. Right. In the organization at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, that toxic, toxic stuff. And we're going to have to talk specifically about toxic environments, you know, uh, uh, soon here, because these are all characteristics or behaviors of toxic environments. Mm -hmm. We're talking about people say they leadership. Right. There's no ownership, Mm -hmm. you know, anywhere there. Anywhere. Look, the last thing. You know, that this kind of makes me think about, you know, in terms of the generalizations. You know, we hear all the time people make generalizations. We hear these, you know, without evidence or facts to support like a decision. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, for example, when someone uh, quotes statistics from their own experience. Now, we're, we're yeah. not talking about the secrets. That's right. We're, we're not talking about the receipts. Yeah, we're not talking about the receipts that Keith and I come up with, right? right? Like researched right. receipts. We're talking about people who come up with... Um, examples based off of their own experience and to be honest with you the the examples that they're giving you are the statistics or the they're really not true no they're okay. just their biases yeah exactly they're really not truth uh truthful or factual so and it'll it'll come in the, the form of you know most women are dot 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 yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> or it'll be like you know 50 percent of black people are Da 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 da. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or Latinx, you know, I've seen that it's like X, mm-hmm. you know, for, and and this is the reason why they can't get wherever exactly. it is. Exactly. Or the like, Asian people, they're so quiet. That's why they can't be leaders. Yeah, yeah. So you, you know? hear this stuff and you be like, in your mind, and 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 they're serious about it, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're serious about it. I mean, we don't went through all of this stuff before with all of the fake news and all of the anti-vaxxers and all. Mm-hmm. Like this is exactly what this we're is- talking about, but. What tends to happen is that the person that is using the example is generally speaking from their own limited experience, and then they perpetuate an untruth that then starts to grow legs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you because, can see it. Because you start repeating some shit that you heard, but then someone asks you, where did you hear that? And you're like, well, you start thinking about it. I don't know really where I did hear that. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the issue with the generalization. Right. Look at the last six years as an example. <laughs> exactly. Of what can happen when you just start saying shit and it becomes the truth all of a sudden. <laughs> and the impact of all this, using these overgeneralizations can take you off track. Yeah. And serve as distractions that weigh you down and make it difficult to operate on a daily basis and make decisions that actually make a difference because you're always wondering. 
Yeah, always running. You're always getting knocked off your pivot because mm-hmm. you're dealing with some shit that's imaginary. Right. You know, and, and it might be true, but if you can't give me any basis for it, now I'm working, you know. You're from, trying to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working from an imaginary point, mm-hmm. you know, here. like, mm-hmm. and, and again, now this is the... I. Th- it might. It must just be me. I might be crazy. Yes. You know here, right? Right. Because people say. People say. <laughs> you know. And look, Keith. The moral to the story, man, for me is to overcome using generalizations. I mean, it takes a conscious awareness and a committed effort to be able to do this. But understanding your tendencies and how to reframe or reprogram these thoughts is necessary if you really want to become a good leader. Yes. I mean, yes, absolutely. It is. Takes work. It, it takes work. That comes back to that transparency piece, right? And yeah. And in the moment. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> but but look, again, I know people think that we're just over here making stuff up. You know, we come up with how they going to come up with a with a with a subject line like who the fuck is that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, how you going to come up with something like this? But mm-hmm. when you start thinking about it, it's, it, it, it's yeah. something out there. Yeah. So, look, we're going to hit you with the receipts, you know, right now. So we're going to share receipts. On the negative impacts of generalizations. Yeah, yeah. And we could, as a basis for our receipts today, we're just going to use an article that was uh, on medium.com by mm-hmm. a writer called E.B. Johnson. And she writes, as receipt number one, she writes that overgeneralization can lead to ineffective decision making yep. at the end of the day, right? False conclusions that can seriously skew our ability to make effective decisions. And when you engage in blanket thinking, it can lead to basing your choices around faulty ideas and perceptions. That's what we we're just talking about. So if you don't know what the truth or what reality is, you start making decisions that can totally screw up. You're running down a rabbit hole that ain't even getting anything fixed. Nothing yeah. done. Yeah, and the crazy part about it is, you know, with that, like how many times have we been in situations where someone has said, they say or people say and they, or they 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 give you something and then you go and you do the research you get the statistics you run the 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 the, the numbers within your organization you're like that's not true what you just said in front of everyone is not true i know but the time and the energy that you even <laughs> had to get to that point of it figuring that out is wasting a lot of time. It, it and most people don't is. even take that time like you and I do. Yep. They just run down. Oh, they said it. So let's go do it. And that blanket thinking yes. impacts the decision that, yeah. that you were just talking about with that re- receipt. Mm-hmm. Receipt number two, the article also points out that when we overgeneralize, we revert our thinking and uh, keep it limited, mm-hmm. right? Because we don't go out. We don't go outside the box. These limitations leak into our beliefs and pervert how we see uh, um, ourselves in the real world. Over time, these beliefs lead us to believe that things cannot be done. Like there is no way yeah. you can kind of get that done because we didn't yeah. already talk about what they said, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or even that they uh, should not be done. Like not only can 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 it not be done, but it shouldn't be done. That's right. And in closing down our uh, ultimate like reality and making it impossible for us to see outside the box or to get over that that blockage or that hurdle, mm-hmm. you know, now that we have there because we've already told ourselves it wasn't possible. That's right. And you got, a lot of times you see this in real life too. You see all these polls that see what people are in favor of. Mm-hmm. People are in favor of healthcare. People are in favor of, you know, uh, all kinds of things, but then they go and do the opposite. Right, 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 <laughs> right. It's just crazy, but that's what this is talking about because these overgeneralized statements have been beaten into your head, and you right. start to narrow your thinking mm-hmm. and, your, and, mm-hmm. and how you see the world. Receipt number three will build on that. Limiting our beliefs 
and thought processes limit the opportunities we find in the world around us, right? When we lean on overgeneralizations, it makes us see the world in black and white and causes us to shut down and to shut out any potential doorways to growth. Yeah. What's that called? Black and blessings? That's right. Black and blessings. <laughs> Deficit mindset. Yeah. Call yeah. it what you want to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's all those things. Yeah, because you 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 already had whatever it was, a preconceived notion. Yeah. You know. You know, all black people are criminals. So yeah. you, so you're going to never interact with a black person <laughs> if you believe that. Right, right. Or or I didn't I didn't know black people were engineers. Right. I didn't know black people were doctors. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But again, right. it's from a generalization because mm-hmm. you didn't have anything else That's right. to base that, you know, off of. Mm-hmm. Look, in the last receipt, uh, number four here that I like to share is while overgeneralizing can cause um, many personal problems, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. um, it can also leave us at odds with our environment by fostering the perfect conditions for discrimination and hateful behaviors and, and beliefs, Right. This we're talking about the fuel of the foundation. We're talking about something getting legs growing. Yes. You know, here overgeneralized thinking can leak out. Can it, it can come out of our internalization and cause us to blanket judge entire groups of people. We've talked about this. Yeah, we like, just we, talked we, about we, it. Entire groups of people, a symptom which leads to sexism, racism, mm-hmm. ageism, even homophobia and transphobic beliefs that are harmful both to us and those we interact with on a daily basis. On a daily basis. That's right. I mean, I know it sounds super simple when we were talking about this in the very beginning, mm-hmm. but look at how we've ta- how we are, we're talking about this growing legs and, and metastasizing something else. That's right. It's layers. Yeah. Layers, layers. And it's just like cancer being in your body. It starts in one area and then it, it will start to spread. Yeah, no, absolutely. If, so you, don't, if you don't treat it. And, and we're talking about it takes work, mm-hmm. you know, to be different to be bigger than to not use these generalizations so look we want to start jumping into these secrets yeah you know today and today we'll have three secrets on how to elegantly deal with the they shit yes <laughs> okay like we're going to uh, talk about this so number one we want you to be curious and to ask questions number two force the person to speak from the eye point of view or perspective and lastly Ask for personal reflection, you know, about this. So, Keith, go into secret number one for us. Yeah, secret number one, be curious and ask questions. When someone makes a generic statement like they said or people said, Mm. leadership said, ask questions. Ask for clarity on who they is, right? Ask if they can provide specific examples of the behavior or situation that's being described. And ask them if they personally agree with what's being asserted, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Leadership said that blah, blah, blah. So how, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Because, think, because the crazy part about that is when you ask those clarifying questions like you're talking about, mm-hmm. you you quickly figure out that it's not all it's not the all. managers, not all. It might be one. Right. Okay, it, it might, might be, be another. One. And then you start to figure out. Maybe that person has some issues anyways. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're, you know, whatever the case. Whatever it or, is. Or it could be true, but that might be a one-off right. that you need to solve, not something that you need to change your whole, whole leadership thing. style or something else that you're doing there. But again, by not taking on the advice that you offer in that secret, mm-hmm. it metastasizes, it metastasizes into something, into something, something else. else. That's right. 
Yeah. And, get and, all the whispering and the rumors and all of this other stuff going around. All that water cooler talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look, secret number two, force the person to speak from the I point of view or perspective. Move the conversation to first to, to force the person to speak from their personal experience, mm-hmm. not the experience of other people. Yeah. So I can tell you. Specifically, when someone's talking to you about performance and evaluation, evaluating something that you did, it's I always ask, is that something that you witnessed? Mm-hmm. Is that something that right. you saw? Or or people say, okay, were they saying this to you? Right. Because I didn't get a chance to talk about my point of view or my perspective from it. Or what you what you tend to find out is that's not what happened in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Or that's not what, what what went down. Like, I mean, right. you hear that, but it, it again. You only get to that point of view or perspective if they're speaking from the I mm-hmm. scenario, not the people say the they or whoever. Yep. No, it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And like we were talking about earlier, when people like all black people are criminals. You're like, hmm, am, am I a criminal? Do you think I'm a criminal? Right. Right. <laughs> and, you know, so you, you get them to start, at least stop to reflect, which gets to secret number three is ask for personal reflection. You know, ask them to put the shoe on the other foot and ask the person how they would feel if someone came to them with these generalized statements that involve their behavior or performance, right? right? It's like, okay, you just brought some bullshit to me. <laughs> how would you feel if somebody just came to you with that same thing? Yeah, and it's crazy. Some of the shit that they bring to you sounds so ridiculous. You're like, mm-hmm. have you said this back to yourself? Like, so this is like when people hear me repeat back what they just said, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's for shock, That's, you know, for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, so let me make sure that we're saying this right. You said, they said... <laughs> That I said. That I said. And then I repeat the statement. Right. And then I'll be like, they'll pause for a minute. Sometimes they'll be like, well, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, does that sound remotely like yeah. something that I would say? Yes. <laughs> and what do you think? <laughs> exactly. Give it to them. <laughs> have, have, you, yeah. have you heard me say something like that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you start getting kind of the dancing around Crickets. a little bit, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit there. But no, I think, look, Keith, this is... Uh, um, a very impactful discussion for me because I see how it grows legs. And when when you have an experienced leader who has dealt with some of the um, the areas of opportunity for them not to perpetuate this type of environment, you see the entire organization, you know, taking take advantage yep. of that leadership style. When you have inexperienced leaders or uh, toxic, you know, leaders or ones who really don't care. You see, this is the way of the land. This, this is what people do. This is what they do. They keep shit going. What, what, what they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they keep shit going. But look, you guys, I think I, I, I'm 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 happy that we're able to, you know, even though we're kind of making light of, you know, scenarios, we're really trying to tell you how this impacts, yeah. you know, us. And we're hoping that we all can can work together to be better, you know, be leaders better here. So, but look. You can find more of the resources that Keith and I uh, speak about, you know, in this episode and the receipts that we speak to also um, by just going to our website, secrets.com and looking in the show notes for these uh, for for this particular episode and doing your own research, doing your own, <laughs> you thing. Know, doing your own research, doing your own thing. 
And Ricky, we've reached another milestone episode. This is number 70. Ooh. Seven zero. Ooh. Right? It's unbelievable. So shout out to all of our listeners and fans out there. You have made this all possible. Our listenership is grown by over 10x in the last year because of you. So we really appreciate that. So again, help your brothers out by writing a review on Apple or Spotify. Join our LinkedIn group. We're trying to we're trying to get the numbers there. Yeah. Trying yeah. to get the numbers up there. And Comment on our posts that you see uh, on on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. Comment on those things too. All that stuff helps us out. Help us grow. Yeah, and we and, and we, we we do respond. Uh, yes. People asking like, do That's y'all right. really respond? No, we respond. We, respond. Like, we, we have a lot of fun, you know, uh, with it there. Also, check out the merchandise. Go to to the goods tab uh, on our website to check out our latest gear. Take a picture of yourself and some of that gear and and show it off, you know, yeah. on uh, Instagram on our Instagram page or you know um, on the LinkedIn page, Facebook page. Just show it off. Look, we work hard uh, to keep everybody uh, locked in uh, to uh, to being able to help you get that 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 coin right. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it that's yeah. the that's the biggest that's joy it. we have. That's is, the is biggest joy we have. Being able to get everyone to advocate for themselves, yep. but more importantly, to advocate for that bank account. Absolutely, <laughs> we get those texts when people say, "I got a new job." Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you know, help me negotiate some conversation. Yeah, we on it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but we appreciate uh, you know, everyone um in advance for for getting that gear, for taking advantage of those coaching, you know, services. If you need us to serve on some panels or to do some keynote speaking for your organizations or your groups, we'll get that done for you. We'll make you look good. That's right. Always, <laughs> always. So again, check us out on the website. And as we close this episode, we want to remind you that you are not crazy at all. That's right. Hey PR. <laughs> They said our cups are getting low. <laughs> so they said we need to change and get this right. So that's what we're going to do. This is the one time I'm going to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's time for us to fill our cups back up and get a refill. Thanks for listening to the Secrets today. And remember, when we share, you transform. Peace. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed yet another gem from kp and pr in fact one listener said that secrets continues to share the inside story on how to truly accomplish your corporate ambitions and we hope you agree if you are motivated and excited after listening to keith and ricky please subscribe to our podcast share with friends donate via patreon and sign up for our executive coaching services Check us out at www.c-crets.com to get more information about our secret services. Remember, when they share, you transform. Until next time, cheers!